if you're a queer person, then most likely at some point along your journey, you've had a sort of realization that feels something along the lines of like, oh my god, I've been totally conditioned or I've been coerced into a way of being and loving that is confined within a very specific set of parameters. And of course, the reason that this recognition feels like such a big deal to you is because these parameters that you've been squeezed inside of, well, they don't actually have any basis in reality and they don't reflect the full spectrum of humanity but instead, they are just a projection of collective ignorance. And so then when you compare the person that you were taught to be versus this person that you actually are, and you notice the discrepancy between those two versions of yourself, well, the result is usually some sort of insight into the core of whatever your deepest pain is, right? And so then not only are you having this sort of internal discovery process happening, but if you're perceptive enough and you're sensitive, you will probably also start recognizing how this same type of disconnection, which you are experiencing, is also related to the type of disconnection that we as a collective human unit are experiencing. And so it's like, now you're able to say, oh, okay, so on one hand, I see how this conditioning has removed me from the truth of my being. And then on the other hand, I also see how this conditioning has removed us from the truth of our being. So for me, as I'm going about my individual process, and I inevitably get overwhelmed by the sheer magnitude of the thing, I always make sure to remind myself, okay, so this isn't just my pain, right? And this isn't even just the pain of my queer community, but this really is like the pain of the entire human race. And even though, sure, there are moments when I feel totally alone in my process, of course, but... If I'm able to zoom out and I just consider our collective situation, what I see is this same exploration of the self that I'm going through, but it's being played out on a grand scale. And as a highly sensitive person who just, I can really get weighed down by the intensity of my own drama, I really find that this global perspective it can be really comforting for me because now it's like, instead of being trapped within my own individuality, I'm able to recognize that what I'm going through is actually just a reflection of what we are going through. And so that's where I want to meet you in today's conversation. Not so much in your individuality because that's gonna be so deeply personal and, and nuanced, but instead, I want to meet you inside of the reflection of you or within the mirror image that you are casting onto the world. And I want us to feel into that sameness 
or into that overlap that exists between your individuality and the collective humanity. And so keeping that in mind, what I first want to do is present you with my personal interpretation of what I feel like it means to be queer. And it's not that I'm really trying to replace the conventional understanding of what it means to be queer, but simply I just find it incredibly helpful to approach this situation from like a variety of complementary angles. So that's what we're doing here. So I'll just give you the interpretation or the one-liner and then I'll build on it from there. Okay, so in my opinion, a queer person is someone who is experiencing expansiveness in relation to humanity's core wound of creativity. Creativity meaning like gender, sexuality, love, self-expression, relationship styles, and so on. And so there's more categories that we could add to the list, I'm sure. But just to keep things simple, I like to think of all of this as just creativity. Because to me, all of these different categories are, they're just functions or modes of what I feel to be creative energy. Okay, so I'll say it again. A queer person is someone who experiences expansiveness in relation to humanity's core wound of creativity. I think that at some point, we as a society and as a community are gonna have to admit or just come to terms with the fact that being queer is more than just an association with a letter of the alphabet, right? <laughs> and so for me, if I'm being honest, this is actually one of my main concerns with the queer movement because I can't help but get the feeling that we're getting like overly concerned about labels and definitions and in turn we are creating our own conditioning based on what we think being queer is or isn't and then as a result of that we are straying away from the central or unifying force that is actually tying this movement together and so that's why over the past few months i've been really pondering this topic like what does it actually truly mean to be queer? Like, what is happening underneath all of these superficial surface level movements? And so the perspective that has just been really deeply resonating with me is this idea of growth and expansion. And so that's why for myself, I've started reframing my own queer experience within a recognition of my own innate movements towards growth. And I really like this approach because in those moments when I'm quiet and I'm calm and I'm reflecting on my experience, what I'm faced with again and again is this realization that my desire for growth is not actually mine. 
Like, I'm not the possessor of this desire, if that makes sense. But it's more like this desire is a force of nature which is flowing through me and into this world. And so when I say like, oh, I want to explore gender, I want to explore sexuality, <laughs> what I'm really saying is that life is wanting to explore through me. And all I am is the recipient of that feeling. And that, that might be why this process feels like so freaking intense, right? Because when we try to deny or suppress that force, it's kind of like we're denying life of itself. But then on the other hand, when we honor that desire for expansion and when we say yes to life, well, what ends up happening is that we turn into a vessel or a caretaker of this global unified exploration, which is just happening through the individual experience. And then when I look out at other queer people and I tune into their energy, I get the sense that they're also experiencing a similar kind of innate primal expansion, which is in direct relation to this collective wound of creativity. And so when I see that process happening and I have this global perspective in mind, I'm like, oh, okay, well, it seems like that's what it means to be queer. We are a collective movement, which is headed in a unified healing direction that is associated with this universal wound of creativity. And we are life waking up to itself. We are transformation on a grand scale that is being manifested on an individual one. Or another way that we could look at all of this is just, hey, this is the evolution of humanity. You know, this isn't just the letters of the alphabet. This isn't just pronouns. This isn't just politics and culture. Like, okay, yeah, of course, that stuff is a part of the conversation. But underneath all of that, at the heart of the situation, this is, like I said, the evolution of humanity. And we, as queer people, are the initiates of that movement. And if I had to guess, I would say that probably each one of you are, in your own way, feeling somewhere deep within your soul, like something powerful is happening to you. Possibly like there's this primal force which is acting upon you and moving your life in a certain direction. And I can only assume that there's a part of you which recognizes that there is a deeper meaning behind your queer identity, which is way more substantial than whatever your letter of the alphabet happens to be. And so regardless of whatever your so-called labels are, regardless of where you are along the journey, regardless of if you've come out yet or if you feel worthy, that feeling of expansion, that desire for growth and how it relates to this collective wound of creativity, well, that's the heart of your journey, right? That is what this is all about. That's just you feeling a sense of internal expansiveness arising out of the depths of your being. And it's pushing up against those walls of conditioning. And that's the waves of evolution 
crashing down onto your limiting beliefs. That's the feeling of breaking through the shell of thousands of years of shame, judgment, control, and that's what it means to have a queer life experience. And of course, when we look at the queer movement through this lens, and we recognize the reciprocal imprint that our way of being is having in relation to the collective human race, we also need to recognize that queer people in the traditional conventional sense aren't the only ones a part of this movement, right? Because I don't know about you, but everywhere that I look, I see so-called cis people, so-called hetero people who are also being initiated into this expansive healing process, which is in direct relation to those same core wounds that I am dealing with. And when I feel these people and I observe how they move through the world, well, again, I say to myself that they've got that same thing alive in them, which is alive in me. It's that same evolutionary force, which is acting upon me. And it's also acting upon them, <laughs> which leads me to believe that whatever is happening to us, like whatever this larger agenda is, it's just so much more expansive than whatever the conventional interpretation of queer could ever describe. And so, yeah, long story short, for me personally, I've found great value in approaching the queer path from within this global perspective that I've been describing. And I love it because this perspective is expansive enough to include all of these magical, beautiful people who are living outside of the energetic confines of our collective creative conditioning. And it's also helping me to feel more connected to these people who don't necessarily fit inside of the conventional, traditional queer box that we've got going on. And like, okay, how cool would it be if we as a community got to a point where being queer was no longer trapped inside of this box. And if we could somehow reframe the term in order to include everyone who is experiencing expansiveness in relation to this collective creative wound. But that's, of course, me reading way into the future. And if that happens one day, great. That's not necessarily the point of this post, but more realistically, like, I really just wanted to offer you this interpretation of the queer experience, which places you within the context of a global healing movement. And I also wanted to give you a certain amount of context so that you can see how your individual healing process is being reflected onto the collective human family. And then, of course, as we continue going about our healing process as a queer community, I think that over time, my hope is just that we can continue breaking down those perceived barriers between cis and trans and gay and straight, us versus them. And I hope that we can just start consciously deconstructing the box that we've placed around the conventional queer experience 
in order to make room for what I consider to be the truth of the queer movement, which, like I said, is experiencing a sense of individual expansion in relation to the collective creative wound. And if there's one thing that has really helped me along my own journey of creative expansion, it has been aligning my experience within the naturally occurring way of things. And so this process has been so helpful, in fact, that I consider this perspective to be one of the most important and central components of what this project is all about. So if you want to deepen your understanding of that path and and feel supported in that way of being, then I made a workshop just for you. It's called the Remapping Gender Workshop, and there's a link in the description. All right, my friends, that's all I've got. I'll see you in the next one.